are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Well, now, what we see here is that God is telling us that we have to use a seed to produce a harvest. You plant the seed and you produce a harvest. You put it in the ground, you sow it. So if you take God's word and confess abundance, then you must activate that promise by giving. You see, you give. And once you give, then you've made that a present tense scripture. It's not shall be given anymore. You can say, now, thank God, it is given unto me good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. Now, I'll tell you, it's good news when you know that when you plant a seed, you're going to reap a harvest. Everything produces after its kind. This is the principle of the kingdom. And here we're in Mark, the fourth chapter, verse 26 says, so is the kingdom of God. He's telling you how the kingdom works. Now, the parable of the sower is the granddaddy of all parables concerning the kingdom. Jesus said about it, if you don't understand this parable, how then will you understand all parables? Now, he's talking about all parables about the kingdom. And then he continues on with it and tells you how this kingdom works. The kingdom of God's if a man cast the seed into the ground, he should sleep and rise night and day, and the seed should spring and grow up, and he knoweth not how. Now, somebody said, I don't understand how in the world that me speaking the promise of God can cause the manifestation of what God said. Well, you're very scriptural. Jesus said he wouldn't know how. See, you know what he did? He sowed the seed. He went to bed and he got up. Is anyone in here don't know how to go to bed and get up? <laughs> now, that's not hard. Now, that doesn't mean that he quit his job and that all he's doing is just confessing the Word of God. No, that's not it at all. What he's trying to get over to us is the fact that you go on with your daily business. You don't have to alter everything you're doing. You don't have to quit and fast and pray for 40 days and nights. You simply do what it says. You go to bed and you get up and you go about your own business. He cast the seed into the ground. Now, the seed is the Word of God or the Word of promise. Now remember, 2 Peter chapter 1 tells us that God has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness, whereby are given to us exceeding great and precious promises that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature. Now this is the way God intends for you to have your needs met through the exceeding great and precious promises. But it's through the kingdom of God, through the principles of the kingdom. Here he tells you how to get the kingdom of God working in your everyday affairs. You take the word of God, you put it in your mouth, and you speak it into your heart. Now, if you go to Romans, the 10th chapter, the apostle Paul says in verse 6, he tells you how it works. He says, the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise. Say not in thy heart. Who shall ascend into heaven, that is, to bring Christ down from above? Who shall descend into the deep, that is, to raise Christ up from the dead? But what saith it? Now notice he's talking about the righteousness which is of faith. What says the righteousness which is of faith? He says, the word is nigh you, even in your mouth and then in your heart. Now, this is how you get the Word of God in your heart. How many of you know that faith won't work in your head? It works in your heart. 
God's Word must be in your heart to get it to work. You could memorize the whole Bible and not operate in any principle of the Word of God, but still have a head knowledge of the whole Bible and probably not have any faith. It has to get in your heart. That's where the faith comes from. So the righteousness which is of faith says the Word is nigh me. Now, what's he saying when he says that he wouldn't say who will go up to heaven to bring him down or who will raise him from the dead? Somebody said, I never would say that. Well, let me ask you something. Have you ever said, Lord, come down and touch me? (laughs) Then that's exactly what you said. See, when we say, oh, Lord, if you was just here on earth and you'd touch me, I know I'd get healed. Lord, if you'd just come down here and do something about my finances, I know it'd change. He said the righteousness which is of faith wouldn't say that. But the righteousness which is of faith would say, I know what I'll do. I'll put God's word of promise in my mouth and I'll speak it until it gets in my heart. In other words, he's saying Jesus is now seated at the right hand of the Father until his enemies have made his footstool. He's not coming back to do anything. He's already done all he's going to do. But now it's up to you to take the word that Jesus left and put that word in your mouth and speak it until it gets in your heart. That's the way you put the treasure in your heart. Thank God because I've given, it's given unto me. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together. I have favor with God and men. Whatever I do will prosper. No weapon formed against me will prosper. I'm like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Now, see, that's taking the Word of God and putting it in your heart. You're storing the treasure of God's Word. Now, how did He give us all things? Through the exceeding great and precious promises. If you don't have the exceeding great and precious promises down on the inside of you, spoken down inside there with your voice, then you are not going to be a partaker of them. That's how they come. That's how they get in your heart, is by you speaking them. See, there in the Romans, the 10th chapter, Paul goes on in verse 17, says, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Now, see, the idea that Paul's getting over to us is that faith comes by hearing yourself speak and say what God says. Not hearing me say it. Not hearing the pastor say it. It comes by hearing your own voice speak and say what God said about you. Because he said, the righteousness which is of faith says the word is nigh me. It's in my mouth and in my heart. In your mouth and in your heart. In your mouth and in your heart. Now, does that agree with what Jesus taught? Yes. In the 12th chapter of Matthew, Jesus said, a good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, he bringeth forth good things. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Now, you know why there's so many people talking negative and saying, well, dear God, we're all going broke and this nation's going down the drain and just all negative stuff is because that's what they believe in their heart. Their heart is filled with evil reports. And I'm talking about Christian people. If you sit and believe everything you watch on that boob tube at 6 and 10 o'clock, you're headed for trouble. Because the world is in a negative stream. If you'll analyze the news in the light of the Word of God, you may make it all right. But if you're analyzing the Bible in the light of the 10 o'clock news, you're in trouble. That's right. The world's in a negative stream, and it's going downstream just as fast as it can go. And if you're not careful, it'll carry you with it. Any old dead fish can float downstream. But it takes a live one to go upstream. 
And I'll tell you something else. Live fish smell better than dead fish. <laughs> Can you imagine what it's going to smell like when all them dead ones get down to the end there? I want to go upstream. So what you do is take what God said in the face of all contradictory evidence and start proclaiming what God said about you. Now, folks, I'm telling you something that I've put in practice in my life for 10 or 12 years. When I got a hold of this truth, I was sick in body, head over heels in debt, had ulcers, worried holes in my stomach about my finances. Craziest thing I ever did. I didn't have enough finances to worry about. <laughs> but you see, that shows you that the devil's crazy. He'll have you worrying about things you don't even have. But I found out that God's word was the answer. And I started confessing what God said. I began to say, thank God I have abundance and no lack. And I didn't know where the next money was coming from. I didn't know whether I could farm another year or not. But I was confessing abundance because God said it in his word. If I'd give, it'd be given unto me. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together. Whatever I do would prosper. No weapon formed against me will prosper. Now, see, the confessing of that, just the saying of it, wasn't what caused it to happen. It won't happen just because you say it. It won't work just because you say it. But saying it is involved in working it. Now, are you getting what I'm saying? See, we get criticized because we teach this. They say, oh, you're just trying to act like God. You're just trying to be God. No, we're not trying to be God. We're trying to act as God would act if he was in this situation. If God saw lack, you know what he would say? Abundance. That's what he said when he saw darkness. He said, light. You know, you say that I'm acting like God. Well, I'd say, thank you. I appreciate that. Now, let me show you something, though. See, God looked out and saw darkness, and it was a fact. Wasn't it a fact the darkness was there? But he stood there and looked at that darkness and he says, light. And light came, didn't it? You know what he did? He called the thing that wasn't there. Now, you see, people say, well, you're just playing make-believe. You're just saying all them things. You're just trying to act like God. Okay, if I'm acting like God, saying what God said, who are you acting like when you say what the devil said? I'm just going to let that hang there for a little bit. I know I'm on your toes, but I'm just going to stand there. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Before I leave the broadcast, I'll remind you that all this week our CD offer is number 7230. It's entitled Gospel of the Kingdom. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. We talk about the gospel being the good news. Sometimes I think people believe the gospel is bad news. Well, I don't want to read the Bible because it's liable to pronounce judgment on it. Well, the Bible says, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. That's a blessing, isn't it? He that believeth not shall be damned. 
Well, now, you know, you can either take the latter part of it or the first part of it. And as far as I'm concerned, the first part is the good news of it. And the other part is still good news because it tells you what you're headed for if you don't believe the Word of God. So God's Word was given to us to share with us what Jesus provided for us in this life. It is good news to know that Jesus suffered poverty, sickness, and spiritual death for us. He redeemed us from the curse of the law. This is God's idea of good news. He put it upon His Son and redeemed all mankind. And if you will believe and have faith in the blood of Jesus Christ to redeem you from your sins, you can be forgiven and delivered and born again and a child of God known your way to heaven. The gospel is the good news. It is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. Now, whether you believe it or whether you don't believe it, it's still true. But you know, you will not be partakers of it if you don't believe it. The only way you have access into the grace of God is through faith. That's offer number 7230, the gospel of the kingdom. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.